0: Welcome back to Throwback with Jack. Today, August 31st, in 1997, Diana, Princess of Wales, died in a car crash in Paris. Let's examine this. To understand the impact, and also just the events in general, and the ramifications of Diana's death, it is important to explain the context. So, Diana and Charles, Charles is Queen Elizabeth II's eldest son. Met in 1977 at Athorp House, Diana's family estate in Northamptonshire, which I'm sure is pronounced differently, but family estate in Northamptonshire, England. Now, at the time, Charles was dating her older sister Sarah, and it was 29, while she was 16. That's a little strange. So, in 1978, Sarah and Charles went skiing in Klosters, Switzerland, where Sarah allegedly met a journalist who she told that she wouldn't marry Charles if he were the dustman or the king of England. Charles broke up with her allegedly because of her interactions with the press, which um, would be a theme with his relationship with Diana. And I don't know. I think it's safe to say that they weren't going to get married. But both sisters went to his 30th birthday party. So Diana's 17 then. Now here's where the fun begins. 1980, they begin their relationship. 1981 he proposes he's 32 and she's 19 strange but okay love doesn't discriminate so they finally announced their engagement on february 24th and when a reporter asked charles if they were in love the romantic replied whatever in love means so what a guy clearly loves her definitely a guy you want to spend the rest of your life with but I'm just gonna go out and say there that, uh, he might not have loved her. But then, who did he love? Enter Camilla Parker Bowles. Why did they get married? Well, for starters, Camilla was seen as an experienced woman, which was, like, frowned upon in the 90s, in the United Kingdom, and specifically, the royals frowned upon it. So, they were really modern. Um, Oh. And she wasn't aristocratic enough, so borderline misogyny, and elitism, racism and anti-semitism, and you hit offensive bingo, though I think we saw that with Kate's reaction to uh, Harry and Meghan's wedding, but anyways, Lord Mountbatten, Charles's great uncle, told Charles that it was quote, lovely for you two to uh, have a fling, but this absolutely cannot end in marriage. He's talking about uh, Camilla and uh, Charles. Old standards. Very nice. So Charles has to then go overseas convenient. So Camilla reconnects with her ex, Andrew Parker Bowles. And more drama. Rumor has it that Camilla's dad planted a fake Andrew-Camilla engagement notice in the Times. We're talking about the British Times, not the New York Times. And that kind of forced Andrew to propose. So that's funny. Of course, he could have just not have proposed. But where's the fun in that? I mean, live a little, right? So, Camilla and Andrew, they married in 1973. And Charles stated many suitable candidates, according to the royals, until he met Diana. And, um, first of all, that thing was never gonna work. I mean, the 13-year age difference, and also they were just not suitable for each other. But there was pressure for to just pick someone and I guess Diana checked the boxes as a like aristocrat and she also did not have experience which apparently is still a thing for the royals in the 90s so neither of them I think wanted to get married to each other Charles definitely not but they get married they have two kids Harry and William but in 1995 Andrew and Camilla divorced And a year later, Diana and Charles divorced as well. And also, Diana famously said in an interview that there were three of us in this marriage, so it was a bit crowded. The third one, obviously, referring to Camilla. And as I've mentioned, Diana and Charles both had doubts going into the marriage and went through with it, because live a little. Oh, and in 1986, they both had affairs. (laughs) He with Camilla, and her with Army Captain James Hewitt. Unclear who lo- if they loved each other. I've mentioned that. Maybe they shouldn't have married, and maybe they shouldn't have continued to stay together. Maybe. Anyways, they got divorced. Oh, and it's also important to note that the royal family did not like Diana at all. She would talk to the press, and um, she would donate to controversial things like AIDS research, rather than what the other royals were doing, which was donating to, like, dogs with cancer. Look it up, it's a real thing. She would also talk to the press, and was very vocal about her opinions, which I don't think Elizabeth liked at all. So, they separated in 1992, and finalized the divorce in 1996. She was stripped of her titles, because the royals didn't like her, but was given a considerable cash sum, so, cool. Cool. It's also important to note that everyone but the royal family loved Diana. Like, everyone. She was loved by the public, she was loved by the press, mostly because she talked to them, and yeah. Move on to Paris, 1997. She's with her alleged boyfriend, and they have dinner. They get into a dilemma. The driver is drunk and speeds through a tunnel to a paparazzi these paparazzi were then charged with like taking pictures of the crime scene and being terrible like journalists and an argument could be made i'm not saying that it's true but there is ample evidence to support that an argument could be made that the paparazzi might have been responsible for diana's death who knows am i saying that no but i wouldn't dismiss someone's argument if they were to say that to me anyway diana suffers from a concussion broken arm And cut thigh, but internal bleeding. She ultimately died, though, due to a tiny tear in a vein in her lung, that doctor says could have been prevented had she been wearing a seatbelt. So wear seatbelts, kids. And also, the only survivor was her bodyguard. Guess what? He had been wearing a seatbelt. Her driver, her boyfriend. And her died of their wounds sustained in the crash 2.5 billion people watched her funeral where her sons harry and william were made to walk behind her casket like it's awful absolutely terrible and in a breach of royal protocol elizabeth bowed her head down as um diana's casket passed her so respectfulness from elizabeth and she didn't like diana at all so Very, very respectful. Harry was 12 and William was 15. Imagine going through that at their age. I mean, they've talked about it. They both have. They're starting to be more vocal about the mental health issues that they struggled with. First of all, losing your mother at any age is devastating. But to lose them when you're 12 and 15, and then add on to that, that you're royal and everyone watches your funeral. Oh, and it's public and you have to walk behind her casket sounds awful but don't worry happy endings camilla and charles finally married but elizabeth didn't attend the ceremony i think that's the funniest part of it yeah it's actually a real shame about diana everyone loved her but the royal family thank you